Got a little my world on the on the jams there. Uh, welcome to the show, guys. Welcome to the weigh-in. Uh, you guys have been uh, have been troopers. I, I'm not gonna lie. I don't even know if I remember what night tonight is in a row. I think this is night five. Yeah, this is night five. We've got uh we've got um, Cody Milton. <laughs> I mean, the Cody Milton on the show tonight. Uh, Cody joined us five nights ago uh, because he is um, the reigning DZ the 10 champ. He won it all last year. Uh, he was also the kayak bass fishing AOI last year. Um, this dude's got just, I mean, accolade after accolade after accolade and doing some homework for the show. I've interviewed Cody multiple times. I, I followed him down at the NC um, this past year with the camera crews. So I feel like I know the guy pretty well. So when doing homework today and looking at some of the stats and looking at some of the things he went through that he's gone through, it's really, really surprising how good this man is. I mean, like we're going to get into some stats tonight, guys. Like this, this guy is probably, I don't know, statistically speaking, who, who comes close to doing what he's done in the amount of time that he's done it in. And so I'm going to pick his brain at that a little bit. Uh, we're going to we're going to discuss a couple of those things. So looking forward to a good good show. Uh, Nicholas is in the house. What's going on, Chris, Jason, Ronnie, uh, Mike, Elsie's in the house. The, the the current champ. What's up, buddy? Todd Patrick is in here. Brandon Ryan. What's up, bro? Long time no talk, man. How you been? Looks like we got the Hoove. What's up, Chad? Are you on the road? I'm not sure what you're doing. Um, I did I did have a conversation with Josh Stewart earlier which I don't know that I can talk about publicly, but know that his interview is like a week away. And if he gives me permission to talk about that publicly, man, I just, uh, that's going to be interesting. That's going to be super interesting to see uh, if he lets me talk about on his show, what we talked about earlier today, <laughs> because I've got so many questions <laughs> that need to be answered. So here's how we do this thing, guys, before we roll on and before we bring Cody on the show, let me cover a little bit of homework with you guys. All right. You guys are just tuning in. I want you to start. I want you to start off by dropping in the comment section. 
and let everybody know where you're watching from. So give us a shout out. Let us know where you're watching from, you know, city, town, whatever. Ain't got an, I, don't need, I don't need your address. You know, I don't need to know you're watching from the toilet or you're watching from your bed or the kitchen. But what town? Where are you from? Drop in. Give us a shout out. Let us know where you're tuning in from. Secondly, I want you to. Uh, oh, I should have pulled that graphic up. I don't have that. I'll have to pull that up during the show. I'll pull that up on the next announcement. Um, uh, if you want, you want to be interested, if you want to be entered in to win a thousand dollar DZ gift card, DZ truck accessories, all you got to do is smash the share button, and you're going to enter in hashtag DZ the ten, and then you can tag either Cody or any of the other ten competitors in this event. Um, on the 13th, we're going to have a show with uh, with the two uh, co-champions from the first uh, event, Ron Champion and Corey Dreyer. We're going to have both those guys on to talk about the first event at the end of all this. And those guys are going to pick a couple of winners. And one of those is going to be winning a $1,000 gift card from DZ. So um, other than that, uh, you guys chime in, weigh in where you like to. If you got some questions, you got thoughts, if you got comments, we've already got a packed house. With 120 plus of you guys watching right now, so if you guys got thoughts, you guys got comments, uh, you want to talk about something, uh, drop it in, weigh in here. That's that's what this show is about. This show is for you guys. I'm a fan, just like the rest of you guys. And uh, so, if you got ideas, you got thoughts, comments, concerns, questions, and it's time to weigh in. Let's do it. I feel like my intro is a little weak, so let's get the intro right. Otherwise, it's not the show, and then we'll bring Cody on. You guys ready? What's going on, Facebook Live? Woo! What up, everybody? Welcome to the Way In. I'm your host, Scott Butcher, and let's bring on the reigning 10 champ himself, Mr. Cody Milton. Let's pick his brain a little bit. Let's find out what's going on in Cody's life. The dude's always got some swag about him. He's always got a look. He's always got some. He just, he just, he just, he's just, he's just, he's Joe Cool. What's up, buddy? What's up? How's it going? It's going good, man. How are you? Good, good. So last set, uh, five nights ago, you were on with uh, with with two out of, out of the four of you champs. You were on with Jamie Dennison and Corey Dreyer, and you were at a gas station from a Facebook yep. market, marketplace's curse, and you had on a killer hat. Today, <laughs> you see the locks, bro. Those are growing out nice, by the way. They are, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll have my hair cut by the 10, so don't get used to it yet. <laughs> uh, and then and you come on and you're in this puffer jacket. I'm like, what do you, what do you like? I just, I, I mean, I'm not, dude, I'm not as cool as you. <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs> what, um, what's been going on, man? How did you do? How, how was the trip? I know we just saw you five nights ago, but I mean, you've been, you've been, you've been duck hunting a lot lately, right? A lot, yeah. Actually, uh, it was, it was we had a, it was a good weekend. Um, believe it or not, this morning I actually I walked into a place that uh, it's about forty minutes from my house. hadn't been there all in probably three and a half years or so. And I went in, was going to check water level, and I shot a banded mallard. It was the first one in twelve years I've ever killed. So it was pretty cool. I've only ever killed two, and I hadn't killed one since I was twelve years old, or, or I guess thirteen or something like that. So it was pretty sweet. It was a good morning. That's awesome, dude. Awesome. Yeah. Dude, yep. I mean, you spend, I mean, almost every day, you're on the water in some capacity. I mean, that's just, that's your, that's like, it just calls you, right? Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, just like when it was, you know, five nights ago, uh, my roommate drove up with me to get that layout boat. And he, and I was, I just got it in the van and he was like, 
well, what do you have, seven boats now? And I was like, no, I think it's five, but I mean, I want to have more, you know? And I was like, yeah, I mean, I love being on the water. I mean, it's like, you know, an airboat, you know, a surface drive, you name it. Anything that can get you a little farther is, is all up, you know, right up my alley, so. So, so let's start there. Let, let's talk a little bit, a little bit about, about the, the Cody Milton history, all right? Where did this start from? Where, where, did the, where did the passion and the joy of fishing come from in the beginning? What's the earliest memories of getting on the water? So the earliest memories was probably, uh, and I know I've said it a lot, was with, you know, Dad and I. I mean, we, Dad, you, my, my dad used to fish the, uh, I guess, you know, then it was the String Series. Now it's the Costa Series. Um, it was, you know, same thing. But he fished those when fishing them, I guess, when I would have been thir- 13 to about 17. And, um, I mean, every, like, I mean, I no joke, like every single, like, family vacation memory I have is going, you know, to Kissimmee, Florida, or, you know, going to Amistad, Texas, like going somewhere really, really cool and, you know, getting to learn that fishery and, you know, being, you know, since you can only practice with family members, I would, you know, I would always get to go with them. And that was, I mean, it was, it was, I probably take for granted how much you really learn being around those people. Um, and not even on the water. I mean, as much as just, you know, I remember getting to see just people's interactions in meetings, you know, captain's meetings are huge. Like you can, you can learn a lot about a person's demeanor just by how he is in those meetings and stuff. And just seeing how those guys reacted on and off the water. Um, now, I mean, I really, I mean, it, it's helped a lot. I mean, that and just getting to expand, you know, your, your arsenal going against the different lakes was, was really good. Um, but yeah, it's just, you know, I, like it was, it's just a rarity. Like I grew up getting to go to places all across the country and I mean, I could never be more thankful for that. Now, at what point, and I, I know we've talked about this before, so so we're kind of going back there a little bit, but, there, you know, it's a new show, new maybe some new folks that don't know all the history on you like the rest of us do. Where, where, did, where did kayak and, and, and kayak fishing start to become a, a pivotal part of your life? So it was, it's kind of funny. It, it, uh, you know, it's like, it, it just seems like things open up in your life when they're supposed to. And, uh, it was at it was at a point in my life where I was fishing less than I'd ever fished in my entire life. Um, I had just left the golf academy in Dallas, Texas, and had moved down to Central Florida in Orlando to do some mini tours and finish up some some golfing things, and was working at a course down there, um, actually just east of Kissimmee. And um, you know, it was then I didn't have a boat. It was the first time in my life I never had access to go to the water just freely and. Um, I just ended up going to buy a kayak from Bass Pro and started going to chase redfish and uh, speckled trout. And probably a week after I bought it, I was like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to go take it down to the local, uh, like the local little retention pond by my house. And I think I ended up with like 113 inches, like best five fish that day uh, or something just ridiculous. I mean, the, the first week that I was there was the best week I was ever there. And it was like, that was like the first week. And that would have been, I guess, about five years ago when I was down there. Um, actually, if you've seen the video of where Eric Siddiqui caught his 26 and a half inch fish, it was the, yeah. it was the same lake that I found next to my house. So it was, uh, yeah, it was crazy. And that just, that kind of re-sparked it in that same time period, about a month later. Um, I don't know if anybody remembers, it was a kayak bass series, had a tournament down on the St. John's. I was like, I'll go, I'll go take my sin down there and see how it goes. And, 
it wasn't very good. I didn't realize it was impossible to sight fish out of a kayak at the time. So <laughs> it was not good. But it was like it was the start, and I was like, yeah, this is pretty sweet. There's 130 people at this thing, like. And so that from that point, yeah, I started tra- kind of traveling around a little while and found a little bit of success and kind of kept rolling with it. So now, I, I dude, I, I I love everything about you, man. Love the character. Love how you carry yourself. Love the modesty. But but I want but I, I want to talk real. I want to talk real brass, Cody. You there? The you're doing something different than I think anyone else I've that I've that I've seen in the space. I don't know if you know this stat or not, but do you know the percentage that you have in your total tournaments for top tens? Uh, was it, is that yeah. live tournaments? Is it live tournaments or does it include online? I'm, I'm just talking Tony X tournaments. That's the stat. Yeah. Um, maybe half of them. Dude. Somewhere in there. You say that so nonchalantly. That is so insanely – mind-boggling to think that half of the tournaments that you enter you're in the top 10 but you're right yeah 54% of the tournaments that you've entered in tourney x over the last couple of years 54% you're in the top 10 that's mind-blowing Cody when yeah, was what has there been and and I, I understand you, that it, that's in your nature, but when did you realize, or have you even realized, that that what you're doing is special and that you can compete in this at any level that you want to? Uh, you kind of broke up quite a bit there. Could you repeat that? Uh, what you just said? Yeah. So I want to. So yeah, I'll make sure your connection is good. I want to make sure. Uh, I want to know. Was there was there an aha moment, or was there a tournament? where you got back to the truck or got back to the car and you were like, I can do this and I can do this very, very well. And I can compete. I can make a living out of this. Was, was there a moment like that? Was there a tournament or an event or something that you, that happened? Man, not, you know, not really. Like it's, it's such a roller coaster sport. It's like, I think all of us leave tournaments saying that sometimes. And then I think like the next event we leave saying, Oh, I'm about to go post my kayak for sale. And so it's just like, you know, yeah, there were those, you know, there were those moments, yeah, where it was all, you know, going up and great. And then it would, you know, you'd kind of go down and you're like, man, it's not worth it. I just lost $700 going to Santee Cooper, South Carolina or something like that. And it's, so, I mean, I can't, you know, not really. I mean, it's kind of, you know, just, just here recently in the past year as I've really seen it's, as it being a possibility of something, you know, you can consistently consistently do you know because i mean i and i've always i've always kept saying it you know it's like you can't keep thinking that's how well it's always going to go and um i mean i hope it does <laughs> i mean i hope i can keep competing well but i mean we'll see i mean it's you know, it's a full full schedule next year so it'll be a i think next year will be a pretty eye-opening experience for everyone to see kind of how where they're where they're sitting amongst everyone I got you well now i'm, I'm going to tourney x right now because i i just i just want to run through a couple of things Maybe pull up a couple of fish, look at a few things. Um, uh, in, in with the Pro Tour Championship in Lacrosse, you took ninth out of thirty-six, so another top ten finish for you there. Um, in the with the uh, with the tra- on during the trail event, you were sixteenth out of seventy-third. Um, a top ten in the regionals. Um, in the native tournament, you were sixteenth out of one hundred forty-seventh over on Gunnersville. 
Um, the at Pickwick, you took fourth out of out of fifty-two. Now, here's one that I don't I don't know that I understand. In your backyard in Arkansas, for the FLW KBF Cup, sixty-third out of seventy-two anglers, Cody. What happened there? You were you were the perennial favorite. Everyone going into it was discussing Cody Milton and you being at home. What happened, bro? Man, it was, it was, it was, I mean, it was totally weather and me not wanting to do what I knew was going to end up being what took to win. Um, you know, I mean, I, like I've, I've been on Washtenaw a lot, honestly, the, like no joke. The first check I ever cashed in my entire life was on Washtenaw when I was nine years old. I mean, I, I've been there a lot and I just didn't want to do what I knew you were supposed to do. And especially with how the weather changed we had, we had, I mean, it ended up being, I mean, what it was August and it was 75, 80 degrees. And, um, I mean, it was, I mean, everyone knows that Washtenaw is like a big time topwater thing on the bank. And I just, I didn't adjust. I was, you know, fishing in like 40 to 55 foot of water, throwing an Alabama rig and swim baits. And man, when that cloud cover happens, they just, they disperse and they disperse to the banks and, I didn't move with them and got really frustrated and um, didn't end up fishing the second day because I was, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not a terror, I'm not a bad sport, but I didn't, I didn't end up fishing the second day. But I, I mean, I wouldn't have had anything to go to anyways. I mean, that event was so tough. I mean, it really was. But yeah, I know it's pretty crazy though. Backyard ends up being the worst finish of the year, but well, it now, does happen. <laughs> now on Chickamauga, you took you you, you took on you took on first place in the pro event on Chickamauga. You had a, you had a great string of great stringer fish. It seems like the Tennessee water the Tennessee chain of waterways uh, is usually pretty good to you. Um, I mean, you know, any anything there that stands out from that Chickamauga event for you? Other than just I was getting to do what I really love to do, and um, you know, really not counting last year because I didn't get to do it a lot. But the year before, I mean, I think I cashed eight or nine checks last year in five, five or six of those tournaments was doing the same thing. And that was exactly what I was doing at Chickamauga, which is, um, you know, punching really heavy grass with a big weight. Um, I mean, it's something I got to grow up doing on the Arkansas river. And I mean, I just, I, I love, I love using a two ounce weight, an ounce and a half. And that was that's what set up at Chickamauga. So it was just, it was money for me. And I'm, I'm looking forward to Chickamauga again this year. Now, now what, what, what is the Cody Milton? If you're going out and you're going to have perfect conditions, you're going to throw exactly, you're going to catch fish the way that you want to catch fish. What's Cody Milton's go-to? Punching. I mean, like no joke. I would, I would, I would rather punch for nine hours somewhere down in Florida or or Arkansas River, you know, any any floating grass or matted grass, but I would have to say punching. Um, I mean, I just – it's the only time I feel like I have, like, the very best chance to win an event is when I'm punching heavy cover. I got you. Now, um, what, what, what do you feel like – you're going home, right? I mean, you know, you're, you're – you're, you're, you know, we're, we're having this event. I'm going to throw this graphic up here on the screen real quick. Uh, and I'm, I'm gonna throw this up right here over the over the over the top of us, uh, over the top of me. Um, so when 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 it came out, this is your third ten series. You're the reigning champ from last year. 
when it came out that that we that that, that KBF wasn't going back down to be in to be Inville for this event, that they were going down to the Kissimmee Channel Lakes. Big shout out to Kissimmee Sports and everything that they're doing to have to host this event down there. But like you said, this was this was home for you for a long time. It was. Um, now, I mean, it was. I mean, obviously, I mean, kind of. You know, my track record at Bienville was is good, but I mean, just in Florida in general, I mean, I've always loved it. Um, and I mean, that's. I mean, me personally, I mean, I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for the true Florida things to play. You know, it's just. I would love for a cold front to come in. Um, I think it'd make a world of difference and throw a big, you know, I mean, it would definitely throw a big curveball into the whole mix. But I mean, I, I love seeing it on public water. The private water thing was great. Being able to pedal up and walk into your cabin, you know, right there is amazing. But now th- this is going to be really fun. Um, I mean, it could be absolutely a slugfest or it could be some really tough fishing. But I mean, either way, it's going to make for, you know, a really good show. Now, a couple of nights ago when Brad Case came on for the beginning of this interview and we threw out these payouts and we thought this graphic was right here. Let me run this down for folks that are just tuning in and maybe not haven't seen this. Uh, this is this is a 10 tournament where it's the this year it's the 11 best guys in the country um, with the chance of, 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 a, of a 12 spot coming open in the Tivitational. Cody, I want to get your thoughts on that in just a minute. But this is a tournament where this is the first of its kind in the way that the payout and the structure is set up. This is a tournament where KBF and DZ combined with Kissimmee Sports are writing checks for over $30,000 to 11, maybe 12 individuals. When you walk in the door down here, these 11 guys, and I'll throw them up on the screen real quick. Let me just throw that graphic up here too. These 11 guys that you see right here are all walking in the door $1,000 richer, right? And they have the option of once they go above sixth place, doubling, tripling, going to $4,000 for third place, $5,000 for second, and $10,000 to first place. Now, Cody, last year when you won it, what did you win last year? $10,000. $10,000. Yep. $10,000. Yep. A lot of money. It was. How good would winning ten thousand dollars in three weeks feel again? It would be very nice. It would be very nice. I'm, uh, I'm definitely, you know, trying to find the right way to go about doing that again. <laughs> now, before we get into your competitors, I, I, I the, the Tivitational. Okay, the Tivitational is an event that KBF hosts right before the ten competition, and it's open to anglers that have proven themselves in the KBF trail, the entire lifetime of the KBF trail, right? So you have to, you have to, to get to the Tempitational to be there. You had to have won something at some point. How, how concerned are you for one of these guys? Because there's some hammers that are coming down that aren't in this. Mm-hmm. How concerned are you with one of these guys coming down and winning their way in? Oh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, 11 or 12 people, I mean, it's not that much of a difference. I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm not thinking about it that much. I mean, it could very possibly happen. But, I mean, at the same time, you have got 11 of the, you know, best people from last year fishing in the event. So, it's very likely one of us could win it as well. But, no, I mean, I think it's great. I mean, it's a really good draw for people. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's a good prize pack for whoever wins it as well. So okay, so I'm just gonna throw out some names. You you don't you don't uh, and 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 I understand that you're Cody Milton. You should have no reason to be worried and nothing to scare you. But you take a guy like Corey Dreyer. 
you take a guy like Craig Dye, you take a guy um, like Jason Broach, you take a guy like Jody Queen. These are guys that can come down and win their way into this and essentially come into a house where they're not necessarily wanted by the other 11 of you and fight for a check for 10 grand, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying everybody would be happy about it, but <laughs> it would, uh, I mean, it'll, I mean, it could be, I mean, if that, I mean, if something like that happens, it'd be pretty cool. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, I'm not saying I would even be happy about it, but yeah, I mean, if the guy that wins the Invitational wins the event, I mean, that would be a really cool deal. I mean, I would, I would love to be that guy for sure. <laughs> Dude, is, is there a name or two that you would rather not see come down and win the Invitational? <laughs> You named a few of them. Uh, Corey Dreyer would be one of them for sure. Um, uh, Jason Broach, I mean, he's probably spent as much or more time in Florida than anybody has. So, I mean, he would be one. And um, well, he caught like a 12 pounder on Kissimmee this year in a tournament, I think, or 11. Something was that. That's right, I believe. Yeah, it was like 24 and a quarter, 24 and a half. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, he would be a big one for sure. I mean, I, you know, if he did qualify, it would make it a lot tougher on all of us. I got you. But that's not an immediate concern whatsoever. One of these guys coming down and winning their way in. I don't know. I mean, you know, it's, I mean, I don't know. I just don't really, I wouldn't think about it. You know, okay. I don't know. All right. Well, right <laughs> below you on the screen here, I'm going to rattle off these names. We've got uh, the frogman himself, Mr. Brad Case, Jamie Broad, who has proven himself to be dangerous on any body of water that he's on. Casey Reed, who I think may be one of the most cerebral guys in our sport. The kid who we're having on tomorrow night, Dylan Fuqua, has won two pro events before. He's not even 16 years old yet. Matthew Scotch, who's got a hardware room that rivals anybody in the sport. I think Guillermo, I'm going to put him on the spot. I I talked to him in a couple days. Guillermo may have him beat in hardware. I don't know. I want to see what Scotch has to say about that. Uh, Derek Brundle, who, if I'm laying all the cards on the table, no one's talking about. Derek, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm not trying to call you out, bro. I'm just saying no one's, maybe, are you the sleeper? Because I feel like no one's talking about you. Ken Wood, this is his second event, his second year going into the 10. And last year, he did not leave happy. He's coming back for redemption. Mike Elsie, who, Mike, you know, I love you. No one knew who Mike was in the kayak space. I say no one. He wasn't a household name the way that he is now. Of course, winning the KBF NC, which makes you a household name. But you know what he done after that? He proved that he deserved to be here. And with a, with a season of competition this whole year to get his way into this house. Josh Stewart. Josh Stewart's the only guy on the screen here that's never missed a 10. Think about that, guys. He's never missed a 10 for five, four years now, almost five, maybe five, four years. He's, he's been in the top 10 of KBF competition every single year. Okay. Russ Snyder's last but not least. So I'm interviewing right here, January 12th. This is the Tennessee hammer. And I don't mean a ball peen. I mean, this man's a sledgehammer. He, He came in this year. Not out of nowhere, but came in on fire and never slowed down and ultimately took home the 2019 AOI title. I mean, beating you out, Cody. Yep. You know, beating, I mean, you know, beating out all these guys. So, Cody, I mean, you're in a house full of 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 sticks here, bro. Give me give me three of these guys 
that you really think is going to give you a hard time and why? Um, I, I think a big part of it's going to be what happens down there, you know, as far as the weather goes. But um, I, I'm, I'm, I'll just I'll put it I'll put it like this. I'll say if it's cold, Josh Stewart's going to win. If it's hot, Russ Snyder's will win. Um, that's that's who I'd be most concerned about as far as the weather goes. Everything. I got you. So cold, Josh you know, Stewart takes it. If it's hot, it's Russ's tournament to lose. I think so. Now, does it do anything with you? Even the other night, and I didn't ask you your thoughts then, but both yep. of the both of the former champs picked you. Uh, I've I've interviewed Brad, Jamie, and Casey now. All three of them have said your name every time they were asked. Does that do anything to you, or does that bother you? Does that work? Does that get you excited? Does that put any pressure on you? Oh, I mean, not really, just because. I mean, it's. I just I know how I know how Florida is that time of the year. I mean, it's like it doesn't matter if you're Terry Scroggins, you know, a guy living on St. John's River. I mean, it's things happen in days down there, and being able to adjust really quickly is huge down in Florida. Um, which I mean, I love adjusting quickly. You know, we're looking to adjust quickly, um, and I mean, I think that's why I've always liked fishing down there so much. But um, you know, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it'll be tough, and it's like anything could happen. I mean, I know they say that about, you know, any event, but, I mean, this could really either be a grinder or it could truly be a slugfest. So, we'll see. I mean, I'm excited to get down there and find out. Well, we've got – I, I want to say it's half. I think there's five or six of these guys that have never been to this tin house. With you coming in as the reigning champ and as a, and, and as a third-year veteran, what can, what's, what, what can you tell the guys that are coming in and tell the audience about what it's like coming into this house. And, and, and from the moment you walk in the door, like, like, what's it like? I mean, give me, give me the, the perspective of a champ and a three-year vet. It's, I mean, it's really, a, it's a really cool experience. I mean, and that's, and I say it and it's just, you know, we're really, I mean, you're going to film a TV show. I mean, you know, at the end of all this, there's going to be a really, I mean, it'll be an awesome uh, show, you know, it ends up being aired. Um, and it's, I don't want to say, you know, it's like you feel pressure the entire time, but I've definitely, I know last year and two years prior to that, there was times I ended up just leaving. I just kind of left the entire area, entire cabin and just went and re-rigged things um, at a gas station parking lot. So, I mean, you know, I mean, something like that, I mean, can be good to do, you know, good to do. Like when you know you need to kind of get away from things, you go ahead and get away from it and get things right and then get back to it. Um, so, I mean, that's pretty much all I would say. I got you. What um, do, do you think being in the house with the competitors, I mean, in, the, in that camaraderie, that community, as, as, as an elder statesman now of the 10, I mean, you're going to have guys coming in that, that aren't, that don't know what to expect. Uh, I mean, do, do, I mean, what, what's, what can you tell them about coming into it to be prepared mentally, emotionally, physically? Uh, I mean, you guys are sharing a house together for a week. Mm-hmm. Man, you know, be be ready and, you know, be ready for the marathon because, I mean, it's a it's a long ordeal and it's even going to be longer and more tiring this year. I mean, because we're going to have four straight days of competition with more than likely all of us a couple days of practice before that. So, I mean, you're looking at six days of really, really early mornings and, you know, late nights. So it's going to be pacing yourself is going to be big. I mean, that's I mean, that's a big thing I would say about it. What do you think? could be the Achilles heel. What what will trip up Cody Milton? What do what do you think would be a kryptonite for you 
coming into this house, coming down here, a weather shift. Uh, I mean, does anything spin you out? Do you ever lose focus? Um, I mean, in this particular event, um, you know, I mean, I mean, there are definitely things that would kind of throw me off at one point and, and, and whatnot, but I mean, it's, it's Florida, you know, it's like the more simplicity you look at it, I think the easier it is, um, as hard as it can be. So it's, I don't know. I, you know, I don't want to think there's a lot of things going on. Like I want to, I want to look at it pretty simplicity whether with, you know, whatever is going on and kind of go from there. So I'm not saying it wouldn't throw me off, but I'm just saying, I mean, it's, that place is very, you know, volatile at that time. I mean, it's, it's tough. So, um, man, I mean, I would probably say the biggest thing is just someone really catching some giant stringers during the tentational and not having seen that during the practice time that I was there. Um, that would probably be the one thing that would throw me off the most. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. If you guys are just tuning in, welcome to the weigh-in. I'm your host, Guy Butcher. We're on with, uh, with the, with the reigning 10 champ, Mr. Cody Milton last year's AOI. And, uh, and we're having some conversation talking about the 10. If you guys are just tuning in, I want you to do something for me. Why don't you go in the comment section and drop in a comment. Let us know where you're watching from. I'd love for you guys to go in and smash that share button. If you smash that share button and you use hashtag DZ the 10, and you either tag Cody Milton or any of these other 11 faces or 10 faces that you see up on the screen, you'll be eligible to be entered in for a thousand dollar DZ automotive gift card uh, for DZ truck accessories. Um, we're going to pick a winner for that thing. Uh, for that gift card on the 13th with a special episode that we're going to have with Mr. Ron Champion and Mr. Corey Dreyer, the co-champions from the first 10 four years ago. So we're going to pick all of those guys then. Um, we're having some lots of good conversation. You guys are just tuning in. Like I said, drop in those comments. Let us know where you're watching from. Make sure you share that thing up. Uh, guys, drop in a comment. Weigh in on what's going on. Uh, Cody's a guy that's got tons of knowledge. We're talking about the 10, the 10 invitationals, and everything that's on that's going on down there. Um, now, Cody, travel-wise and with everything going on in the sport, with all the changes, with, 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 with the big three, that's what's going on now, what, what do you see in the few years that you've come in, what do you think about, the, about where the state of the sport is right now? Coming into a brand-new season, a new decade, a new year, where's the state of the sport in your head, Cody Miller? I mean, I think it's good. You know, I mean, anytime, anytime you have more options, I mean, it's always good for the consumer or for the angler. Um, I mean, in this, you know, in, in like in this instant, I mean, I think it's, you know, we're, we are gaining so many more anglers. And I think in that, you know, that same sense, we've kind of have to gain, you know, gain more tours to fish. Um, and I mean, and I mean, I'll, you know, tell anyone, I mean, I, I totally intend to fish all three of them at some point. I mean, they're all going to be great they're all going to be great tournaments and have great anglers at all of them. So, I mean, I'm really looking forward to, you know, fishing a little bit, of all of them. Got it. Now, but coming, coming last year to the 10, like I said, with this being your third year, you've been to two previous, um, you've never, you've walked into the house, uh, for the last two years and had a pretty cool swag bag, right? Had mm -hmm. a pretty cool little setup, but you've never walked into the house and had a thousand dollars handed to you. <laughs> nope. How does that change things this year? It's pretty cool. I mean, when I saw that, I was I was a little blown away. So I mean, I'm I'm pretty excited about that. Um, I think I think all of us are pretty fired up about that. Um, and it's you know, I mean, it's it's awesome because you know, I mean, everyone on you know in that ten you know absolutely earned it. So I mean, it's really cool to get rewarded for it. Gotcha. 
chopping chopping that up, walking in the door, knowing you're going to walk in and get a payday. You know, I've heard a lot of guys talk about it. I've heard a lot of folks say, you know, a lot of these guys and Cody, I'm, I'm not trying to throw you under the bus here, but you, you, you found a lot of success in this sport. And obviously all these guys have, but majority of these guys still work a regular nine to five. And by the time you start adding up vacation, you start adding up travel time, your gas, your fuel, walking in the door and taking a thousand dollars. That's a, that that's a financial relief to, a, I mean, 80% of these guys. Any thoughts on that code? No, oh, I mean, no, absolutely. I mean, you know, it makes it where, I mean, especially that time of the year, you know, I mean, it's kind of hard to get away, you know, kind of right after holidays. And it's, I mean, it's phenomenal. I mean, you've got people traveling from central Texas to New York. Um, I mean, it's unbelievable how far people are traveling to come to it. So, I mean, being able to have some, you know, change to, to travel back is really nice. So. Well, with, with just a couple of years under your belt in this sport and accomplishing everything that you've accomplished, I'm going to snatch these graphics down off the screen here, um, and, and accomplishing all that you've accomplished, Code, what, what's, what's, a, what's a goal? What's, what are you walking into 2020 wanting to accomplish? Do you do that? Do you have bigger goals? Do you break it down by year? Do you have goals, career goals? Um, the biggest thing I just, I want to fish differently next year. Um, I feel like over the last couple of years, I've gotten really locked into just kind of trying to always do pretty decent. Um, and it's kind of, it's kind of made it where I just, I'm not able to, you know, I, I haven't won enough big tournaments. I mean, I really haven't. And, and, and that's, I mean, for me, that's totally the goal of 2020 is I'm going to go try to win events. I mean, if I finish 40th or 30th or something in them trying to do that, then so be it. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you kind of, you know, you really do only remember the winner. So, I mean, it's – I, I want to make a push to win some major tournaments next year. Oh, that's, that's the big thing. Okay, so I want to put that in perspective. I want to make sure I'm understanding this right. You've you, – you're, you're 54%. It's a stat. You're 54% top 10 because you're trying to – be consistent and do well. You haven't been you haven't been fishing to win. Is that what you're telling me? I mean, sometimes that's the case. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I would say the most the like of, of last year, the most I was in, like truly trying to win the event would have been at Chickamauga. I mean, that was the only tournament I felt like I had a chance to win. Um, and it's just I want to at least feel like I have that chance to win a little more next year. Um, and, I mean, it's hard to do. I mean, a lot of times you don't even find the fish to be able to feel that way. So, I mean, it's not like it's something, you know, you can just go do. But I'd, I would just, you know, I'd like to try to win some bigger events. Um, that's it. <laughs> kayak anglers. I mean, kayak anglers across the country. <laughs> Let me tell you guys something. I'm throwing these names up on the screen right here below us right now. So, these faces, I want you guys, you're tuned in. I want you to listen to what I'm telling you. Because... Cody's very, very coy and very – he's got a great smile. He's the all-American kid, great, big, nice heart. He's telling you guys right now he hasn't been trying to win. Wait, hang on, Cody. I, would, I wouldn't – Hang on, Cody, hang on. He hasn't been actively trying to win. He's been playing safe. He's telling you guys right now he's coming into 2020 with the gloves off, coming to win. Cody, I'm not gonna lie, bro. That's scary. Like you got me. Like I, like I got the chills right now, bro. Because I think you're. I, I understand, dude, and I get 
the humble, the modesty. That's why you are who you are, and that's why we all love you. But at the end of the day, I don't even think you're comprehending what you're saying right now, and it's so true. You're, you've been trying to place and do well and keep a check, which is amazing. That consistency is incredible. But you've played safe. What you can do if you can really unleash, I hope these guys below are scared because I I can't imagine how you couldn't be if you're listening to Cody Milton tell you right now that he's trying, but he's fixing to try a lot harder to win. <laughs> now talking about winning, go ahead. You want you want you want to fill in? Well, yeah, I mean a big part of that that I want to say is this: I don't want to have the fear of doing. A large part of it is like. I'm not going to have a fear of doing bad, you know, and that, and that's, I mean, that's probably something I've always kind of stuck with me a little too much is just, you know, I've always kind of wanted to go to something where I know I could do pretty decent. Um, you know, and it's a lot of times in practices, you kind of, you get a glimpse of something that might really develop during events and you don't really know if it is, but and you're like, well, let me go get a quick limit here and then I'm going to go there. Well, when you go get that quick limit, it's probably when the bet, you know, the bite's best where you think it could have been really great. So it's, I mean, it's just, it's simple. It's kind of just kind of things like that. You know, I mean, I just, a big part of that is just, I don't want to fear losing as much at the same time. That's so um, powerful, Cody. That's so powerful, bro. I, I, I hope that you look back at the end of this year at this interview and that you understand what it is that you just said, because what you said is, is, is the most real thing anybody could say. But to do, but to, but to do what you've been doing at the level that you've been doing it, and you're talking about wanting to take the gloves off, that's that's uh, that's exciting, Cody. As a fan of the sport, I'm pumped and motivated to watch how this plays out for you this season, dude. Because you're 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 incredible, dude. You're a powerhouse on the water and off, and uh, and and for you to come on here and say that that uh, you know that you've been. You've been playing it safe. When, however it is that you want to split that down, you've been playing it safe and that you don't want to do that anymore. I I, I think that's shots fired across the country. I know that's not how you meant it. And it's I, not. I know that's not how you meant it. But at the end of the day, that's what it is. And and I'm and I, I, I love that competitive nature. Now, talking about that competitive nature in you, Cody, at the 10 last year, you and Siddiqui, Straight up, I mean, the story tell the, the tell of the tape tells the story for folks that didn't follow along last year. You and Siddiqui, um, and, on, on day two, uh, basically worked over the same school all day on and off with about six or seven other guys around y'all coming in and out. You guys made the had the conversation early in the day that y'all could go one and two. You were good with that, right? Yep. I I love that energy and that camaraderie and that community that you guys displayed there. How much longer do you think we can continue to see that in this sport? I mean, I, I truly think we're going to continue to always see that kind of spirit. I mean, that, that kind of exact instance, I don't know if we'll, I don't know if we'll see like that exact kind of example play out again, just being on such confined waters and, I don't know, just the way that place is with bait fish just being in one place and fish just being there. I mean, that, you know, that was very unique. But, I mean, no, I mean, I totally think, I mean, as far as the, like, kayak community goes, I mean, people are very supportive of one another for the most part. I mean, I mean I'm not saying there's not some, you know, hostility towards one another. But, I mean, for the most part, I mean, people are very 
helping and don't mind you being in another area with one another. Cause I mean, at the end of the day, like it's, you know, sometimes you find ramps that other people find that, you know, that's just how it ends up being. So, I mean, I think it'll always continue. I really do. I mean, I totally think the kayak community will always be a kind of more giving, more helpful community than that of the bass boat world. Okay. I, I, that, that guys, y'all heard it right there coming from, I mean, you know, arguably the, the number one angler in the world on a lot of guys' lists. He is the number one. He was the number one last year, statistically speaking. He's the reigning champ this year. He barely got beat out by Russ Nodders this season to go back-to-back AOI. What's what's left for you? What do you what – what are you – I mean, is the NC something that you – I mean, that you want to you want to add to your list? I mean, what's 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 the next notch on the belt or the headboard that you need that you need to get the nc i mean it's definitely one of them i mean that's that's such a tough event with i mean you know depending on what body of water you're on how close i was i was close you know we had that rough third day out there but um it was i think i ended up finishing fourth last year so it was i was close but you know i mean it was just i mean i think mike mike ended up winning by a lot you know, even from second, but yeah, I did finish fourth, fourth or fifth, maybe fifth. Could be wrong. I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go see if I can pull that up because, um, I mean, not not that it, I mean, I don't say not that it doesn't matter because it does matter, but I mean, at the end of the day, you were, uh, uh, let's see here. That was the 18 national champ. No, I need to go to 19. I'm losing my mind here. Um, uh, let's see here. Top 100. Fifth out of 461, which is Fifth. phenomenal. I mean, that guy's, that's just, I mean, that's, that's, that's insane. To be, to be fifth place out of that many guys and to be that kind of consistency. There was over almost 4,000 fish caught at that event. 3,941 fish were scored and measured that's scored and measured so even so if you i mean if you take the fish that didn't measure or the didn't get or whatever the guys that caught extras you know so you know and I, as i'm looking at this list cody we talked about the invitational there's a name here a guy who took second place who fishes this area a lot i'm assuming he's going to the invitational drew gregory he could be a competitor absolutely absolutely and i'm pretty sure he's gonna he's gonna be there from what i understand so um, yeah, I think he was actually down there a few months ago for, uh, some events. So he's definitely got a lot of experience down there and that time of the year, you know, knowing his style, being able to kind of run up some skinny water, there's going to be some water, you know, there'll be some fish in that skinny water. So that could be pretty interesting for sure. That's, um, that's phenomenal. So $10,000 last year, $10,000 this year, if you win it, what are you spending the money on Cody? If you take the, if you take, if you win first place this year. Probably just saving it to uh, try to do it all over again. <laughs> I think that's how it works. Uh, yeah. you know, just being able, being able to get around the country all year for the most part. That's I mean, that's about it. <laughs> I want to talk about prep work. I want to talk about going into a tournament. How far out? Like, let's take this year's NC on Gunnersville. How far out do you start legitimately planning out your NC your NC trip? Um, I mean, it, de- it depends on the event. Um, it's, you know, like, let's take last year, for example, I was down there with Jamie Broad and 
No, we were down there in, was it, uh, I guess it would have been down in December. I mean, I went down there as early as December. Of course, I'm only, you know, four hours away, so it's not too, too far. But, um, yeah, because, but I had, I had no knowledge of the lake as far as that, you know, as far as that, you know, last year goes. But Gunnersville, I really haven't looked that much at. I've been down to Gunnersville a lot over the last 10 years. So it's, um, I haven't been down there a lot during that time of the year, but, um, I've kind of, I mean, I've got an idea of what's going to end up going down, but I haven't spent just a whole, whole lot of time, you know, looking at it, but, um, I definitely will. I mean, you know, you, we get a month out, I'll be looking at it pretty hard. Now we, we had a conversation with, uh, with Casey Reed last night. Casey's a diehard electronics guy. How often, do, how, how, do, how does electronics play into, into what Cody Milton does? Oh, it's, I mean, it's huge. Um, and it's, I mean, I'm kind of, I don't like to be, you know, you hear like the weekend angler speed or like, you know, weekend angler depth or something like I'm, I kind of like to fish the extremes. Like I want to either be flipping or I want to be out in 40 to 50, 60 foot of water using my electronics. Um, and it's just, you know, beyond, beyond one of those scales that separates you from somebody. Um, and, but especially, I mean, this last year, the hummingbird was huge. I mean, any, I had a lot of really big Alabama rig tournaments last year. And I mean, all of those are solely just based on a hummingbird. Um, you know, I mean, having some of the best electronics in the country was, I mean, solely what, what, you know, what put me there for sure. All right. I have to put you on the spot here a little bit, Cody. I'm gonna, and this is, this is one of my last questions. We're getting ready to wind this thing down. So thank you guys all so much for tuning in. We got it. We got, I got, I got two more good ones. I think, um, you're very familiar, the Kissimmee Channel Lakes down in Kissimmee, Florida. Big shout out to Kissimmee Sports for hosting and putting this and helping us put this thing together with KBF and DZ to host the DZ Invitational this season. $31,000 on the line amongst 11 or 12 guys. You're very familiar. This is a whole lot of water. Is there a part of the water that you already know you're not going to? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I would say 50% of it probably. Yeah. Or 70. Yeah. Something like that. I mean, it's just, yeah. I mean, it's just the time of the year down there, everything just gets so isolated. I mean, it makes it a lot easier than going down there in May or something. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would say I've probably already wrote off half of the water or a little more. Three, three weeks out. How dialed in are you to your plan, Cody Milton? Um, I mean, I, I probably won't throw more than five or six things. I mean, I probably won't even practice with more than five or six things. Um, I mean, that's not dialed in. I mean, it'll end up just being one or two things, but I mean, you know, it'll be a five or six deal rotation, something like that. I hope, I mean, it might not be, I don't know. I, I love it, dude. I love every dude. I, 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 I feel like I'm hitting on you when I talk about this, dude, but I'm such a fan, man. You're such a class act on the water and off the water, dude. I, I've got to spend a lot of time around you and with you. I, I, I'm always going to be a fan. You're, you seem to be, you are, you know, I don't seem to be, you are in everyone's single, in every single person's conversation about going to this event and going into the rest of 2020. Um, you know, I know that you got your, your site set on, you know, on, on AOI, you got your site set on the N, the, the, the NC this year on Gunnersville. Uh, but before all that, I know you want to, you want to, you want to be of the first time back to back champion of the 10. 
Yep. You know, you know, I absolutely. I, you know, I know that it's not personal, but I know that you don't want Josh yep. Stewart to get his first win over you. Uh, I mean, yeah, you're right. In conversation, like it'd be it'd, right. like, it'd be fun to send Josh Stewart packing for a fourth ten, right? <laughs> it wouldn't be. It would be, but I wouldn't mind seeing him win at the same time. I understand. Know? I understand. <laughs> Um, so, and then you got the kid, I got the kid coming on tomorrow. What? I oh, uh, give me, give me, give me some thoughts, man. This kid's 15 I, years old. You I love it. Competitively. You, I mean, yep. but, I mean, were you that level? Do you see you there 10 years I mean, ago? I was, yeah. I mean, that's why I like it so much. You know, I mean, it's when I was 14 and 15, I was fishing as a co-angler, you know, on the, you know, Costa series, you know, and it was, and with a lot of success, you know, I mean, finishing, you know, 17th, 20th, you know, out of 300 something. And it's so, yeah, I mean, I love it. I mean, after when I went to Santee and he won, I mean, I thought it was unbelievable. I mean, I really did. I was very excited about it. Um, and it's, you know, and it's just and I've said something I think came about it before. But I mean, it's just, you know, I mean, it was all I did. I mean, you no know, bass fishing was all I did. You know, it's just being able to kind of slow down and take in the things that you're not going to get another chance at or something that, you know, he has to look at. And, you know, maybe I, I mean, I did in some instances, but yeah, I mean, when you're that young and doing that well, I mean, you definitely have to take a step back. I mean, you have a lot of time and it's, it, it's going to happen for you if, if you let it. All right. Let's talk about Mike Elsie for a minute. I'm going to run down the list here in a couple of days. Let's talk about Mike Elsie. How, how, how much do you think, he needs to continue to keep the precedent of he deserves to be in these conversations, or do you think he's done that? There's only been, I think Matt Ball's the only, the only national champion to make their way into the 10. Mike Elsie now has done that. Does that solidify him in your mind as, as, or, or, or or we need a few more. Do we need another half season or another season out of him? No, absolutely. I mean, Mike had a really good season all year. Um, and I mean, if you dive into even before his kayak career, he had a really good career. Um, even, you know, kind of before, you know, before just the kayaking world. Um, but no, I mean, I don't think there's any national champion. I mean, you always hear like the one hit wonder, you know, whatever. But I mean, you look at all our national champions, every single one of them has won a pro tour event or an event, you know, at some point. I mean, what you know, and Dwayne Taft was what probably like 16th or something, being out of the 10 this year. So I mean, I mean, they're all. I mean, you don't you don't happen into beating five to seven hundred people. You know, it's not it's not that easy. I got you. I got you. Now, Ken Wood. This is Ken Wood's mm-hmm. second year. You know how hard it is to come back. Ken Wood left the 10 last year. I, I'm upset and mad. I don't I don't want to put I don't want to put emotions in his in his, in his, in in his, in his mouth, but. He didn't finish the way that he wanted to finish. I know that for a fact. We'll talk to him on January 9th right here on the show. Um, but but he worked his way back into this house. You know how hard that is to do. Uh, I mean, I mean, what's your, what's, what's your thoughts on Ken Wood? Uh, Ken's really good. And it's those some of the, a couple of the northerner guys that have qualified, I think, are going to really like Florida because it's going to look a lot like uh, some of those northern largemouth fisheries. Um, you know, it's just the seasons will be a little different, but I think it'll actually look familiar to them, um, which I think will be, be good for him for sure. But no, I mean, no doubt. I mean, you know, the way he likes to fish and the time we're going to be down there in Florida, I mean, yeah, he'll be a name to reckon with for sure. All right. Last but not least, the name I'm going to throw at you is Russ Snyder. 
he 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 he, hey, he snatched the AOI title from your fingers this year. He did. Uh, I mean, is 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 he competition for you coming down here? Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, if this turns into a spawn deal and we catch some, you know, we catch some seventy degree days, I, I think he's gonna, you know, he'll he will make a run at it if he doesn't win it. Um, he's gonna be right there. There's there'll be no doubt about it. Um, he's got way too much experience with spawning fish and this type of cover, um, and not a lot of people do. It's you know, and it's it, that's going to make it pretty interesting. Love it, man. Love it. Yeah. If you guys are just tuning in, welcome to the weigh-in. I'm your host, Scott Butcher. We're wrapping. We're getting ready to wrap this thing up with Mr. Cody Milton here on the show. Uh, last year's ten champ, uh, returning ten champ, uh, making his way into the house for the third year in a row. Uh, getting ready to go down to compete at Kissimmee Chain of Lakes, thanks to Kissimmee Sports and the EZ10, um, uh, the 10, presented by, uh, presented by Kissimmee Sports. Um, they're, they're going, these guys are going after a little bit over $30,000. So if you guys missed any of this interview, make sure that you go in and catch up with it. You better catch up with it on the podcast. I'll have it up and loaded probably sometime mid-morning tomorrow. You can catch up on any of the previous interviews from Casey Reed last night. Jamie Broad or Brad Case in the nights before, or uh, around our, our, our round table with, with three out of the four uh, uh, former champs of the 10. Um, and, uh, uh, and, and those guys having some conversation that we talked about a few nights ago to kick off the 2020 year. Uh, every night for the next, uh, the next 10 days, uh, we'll continue to have these guys on. Tomorrow night, we're, host, we're hosting uh, the kid, the KBF kid himself, Mr. Dylan Fuqua. Uh, at 8.30 Eastern Time, 7.30 Central Time. You make sure you guys tune in. Um, Cody, bro, man, thank you so much for taking your time. I'd love to roll out the red carpet for you and give you an opportunity, give you the mic to thank any kind of sponsors, give a shout-out to any kind of family, friends, whatever it is you need to do. The mic's yours, bro. Absolutely. I enjoyed it. Uh, thanks for having me on. Um, Fish USA, I mean, they got me all around the country last year, and, I mean, it was unbelievable and, you know, looking forward to another year. And with, you know, DZ being on Team DZ this year, I mean, it was, it was phenomenal. I think we're all, we're all hoping for another good NC appearance. But, um, I mean, a lot of, I probably get messages about it every week, but Accent Fishing Products, um, their spinner baits or buzz baits are phenomenal. I mean, if you hadn't checked them out, you know, give, you know, give them a look. I mean, a lot, of the, a lot of the best people in the country are using them as far as for, you know, their spinnerbaits and buzzbaits. I got you. I got, I got, I got, yeah. a, I got a write-in question here. Dirk White says, ask him what Tumman bird does he use? I use the Gen 3 um, 10-inch uh, Mega, I guess. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, well, it's, just, it's the SI Mega Gen 3, but yeah. I got you. Now, it's last, it's legit. last last before last but not least, talk about your rig, and I don't mean your kayak. Talk about what you travel the country in. I love how you set your life up for success. You're you're doing it in a way that I, that I don't think anybody else is doing what you're doing. Tell us about about your rig, man. It's a it's a uh, 22 foot Ford Transit. It's got a like 14 and a half foot from the from the driver's seat to the back tailgate so i can throw a you know pa 14 pa 12 layout boat decoys anything you needed back there and uh back it down to the ramp and throw it in there and you know roll with it um it's actually really convenient i mean it's made pre-fishing so so easy um i mean or even just hitting four four ramps in an event you know it's made that possible 
but yeah, it's been phenomenal. Um, I'm definitely rolling with the van for next year. So we will, uh, we'll see it. We'll see if it's got another year in it. I think it does, but we'll see. I love it, dude. I love your setup, man. It's definitely one of a kind. Everybody knows that it's you when you're coming in the house and, uh, and you're rolling in that big old fish USA looking beautiful on the side of that thing. And like mm-hmm. I, said, man, I love that, you know, you don't, you know, you don't, you don't strap anything down. You're not even moving a rod and reel most times. You leave everything in the boat, roll yep. it up in the back of the truck. I've heard where you slept in the back. You've hung a hammock, I think. Somebody yep. said. I mean, so, you know, it's it's a one-stop shop. You know, we were talking the other day with um, uh, with Casey about his about his Subaru. I mean, you guys you guys are road warriors. Yep. All 11 of you guys that have done this have put in the miles, put in the work, the blood, sweat, the tears, the time in a gas station parking lot. Um, you know, to, to earn your way into this. And, and, and I like, I like your style, bro. I like how you're doing it. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. I'm looking forward to the year. All right, man. Well, last question, man, when you headed to Florida, what's the plan when you headed down? I mean, it's, it's looking like I'm going to leave that Saturday. Um, I might be able to leave on Sunday. Um, we will see though, but I'm not, I'm, I was going to, I was going to go down and do the, uh, extreme kayak fishing selfish smackdown. And this will be the first year I've missed that in four or five years now. So um, I won't be down there as early as I thought I will be, but I'll still get a few days before. So Let me hang on. Question I wasn't planning to, but when you just talk about that, because you are mm-hmm. such a you're such an angler, whether it's whether it's bass or not, tournaments or not, you love being on the water. What's a trip? What's a species or a destination that's a bucket list that you haven't done yet, Cody? Ooh, uh Honestly, probably going. I really like catching peacock bass. I mean, probably going to the actual Amazon and catching the true, you know, big twenty-pound peacocks would be the deal. I mean, it was. I mean, this is the first year I hadn't gone down and caught peacocks in like five years. So, I mean, I love catching those things in Florida. But they're. I mean, they're nothing like catching them over in the Amazon. So that would probably be the trip for me. Um, I mean, those things are brutes, topwater eaters. It doesn't get much better. So that would be the one trip. Yep. Love it, man. We'll love it, dude. Well, I I know that uh I know that uh that you definitely are gonna have a target on your back. You always do, but you carry yourself in such a way that I'd be honest with you, man, I still don't think it phases you in any way, shape, or form. I'm I'm utterly in awe. I'm such a fan of you, Cody Milton, man. I'll see you in a couple weeks in Florida. Thank you so much for your time, brother. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Scott. Appreciate it, Cody. All right, guys, that wraps it up for Cody Milton. I uh, appreciate you guys tuning in. I'm your host, Scott Butcher, here with the weigh in. Big shout out to Fish USA. They are America's tackle shop. You guys can go to fishusa.com and uh, and pretty much get anything and everything that you need. Anything that I use, everything that Cody uses, we get a lot. Uh, just about all of our all of our supplies from fishusa.com. And now is the perfect time of year to be stocking up, getting your boxes together, getting your rigs ready, getting your electronics, getting your graphs, getting everything set up, getting you guys ready to rock and roll for the new season. Uh, lots of things changing, lots of things growing in the 2020 year. Um, all across the kayak fishing community, KBF is doing a phenomenal job at stepping their game up and uh, and and making sure that they stay ahead of the pack. Um, this is going to be a, a phenomenal, phenomenal season, a phenomenal, phenomenal year. I can't wait to see what happens with the uh, the Invitational. If you guys haven't signed up for that, go to tourneyx.com and uh, and 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 sign up for the Invitational. That event is a hundred percent payout this year, one hundred percent every single dime that comes into it. Um, and from what I'm told, they haven't released it yet, but from what I'm told, there's going to be even more incentives to come down there. To me, I'll throw this up on the screen one more time. I don't know what incentive could be better 
than uh, than winning your way into this event where you get to compete with those other 10, 11 guys for your portion of $31,000. That's mind-blowing to me. Guys, you can go down and win the Invitational, win a good chunk of change, and still be and then be entered in to go compete against these guys for first place of 10 grand. That's a payday any day of the week. Not only that, guys, if you win the Invitational, you're already getting that $1,000 bonus that the rest of these guys are getting. So on top of the Invitational winnings, you'll win that extra 1000 on top of everything else. Uh, there's no reason. I don't see a reason why you're not packing your bags, why you're not signed up. Go get into tourneyx.com and get signed up for the Invitational. If you guys missed any of this show, you can catch it all on all the podcast platforms um, where you can listen to it in your car, out on the water. Uh, while you're at the gym, wherever it is that you want to on all of your major podcast platforms, you can go back and go back and catch the live stream version of this here, or you can go to kayakbassfishing.com forward slash the way in. Uh, and remember, guys, if you haven't done so already, you guys can share this uh, share this live feed tonight. Use the the hashtag DZ the ten um, and tag any of these eleven competitors and uh, and be entered in for a chance at a thousand dollar DZ gift card. So. Uh, great event. Uh, once again, thank you, Cody Milton. I appreciate your time tonight, brother. You are a, uh, a class act on and off the water, brother. I love you, man. Thank you so much. Um, that does it for me, guys. I'm your host, Scott Butcher, telling you guys to tackle your dreams. You need anything out of me, jump in the old DMs, and I'll see you guys tomorrow night. We got the KBF Kid coming on tomorrow night, 8.30 Eastern Time, 7.30 Central. It's going to be a good show. We'll catch you guys later. See ya.